0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the second episode of Indented, our literary podcast here at UW-Green Bay. We're so excited to be back. I'm your host, Jordan Safransky. I'm an English major here, and I'm a junior, and I'm really excited to be back. And we also have our co-host here, Emma, and she's here to stay so she can
1: introduce herself
0: for those of you who didn't hear our last podcast.
1: Hey, everyone. I'm Emma, and I'm the new co-host for Indented. I'm studying English as well, and I'm a senior, so I'm really excited to be here. She's leaving me.
0: (laughs) It's sad, but she's excited about it, so I guess I'll be excited, too. (laughs) If you haven't already heard, this episode, because it's being published on Valentine's Day, is going to be a little bit romantic, a little bit funny, hopefully. (laughs) As everyone knows, hopefully, the, the grounds of any good relationship begin with communication. (laughs) but sometimes that can go wrong. This episode, we are going to be talking to Dr. Ryback, who is an English professor, and we're going to be dissecting some poems with him, a little bit of Robert Frost, and he's even going to read a poem that he had written that has, um, I guess, a little bit of Valentine's Day themes, just as well as just a big comm- miscommunication, so fits really well with our podcast. And then for our student segment, we actually did something really fun um, that Emma and I had a really great time with, and we, are, we actually asked you guys to submit your missed connections from around campus or from around the community and we had a really fun time reading them so we're gonna be reading a few of those on the podcast so thank you for being here we had so much fun and we'll see you then at the, end of the podcast so we're here with Dr. Ryback for our professor segments and since you've never been on the show do you want to just introduce yourself really quick
2: sure my name is Chuck Ryback I am a professor right of English and creative writing and I'm currently the Dean of Arts Humanities and Social Sciences and I like poetry and fiction, and plays, and comic books, and stuff like that.
1: Alright, as you know, this episode is about misconceptions and misconnections. With a little Story bit of, of my life,
2: right? <laughs> Yes, with a little <laughs> bit of
1: romance and honor of Valentine's Day, of course. Not and, the story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> and we've heard you have a poem. I do so have a poem. If you'd like to read um, it or talk about it.
2: It is totally not a Valentine's Day poem. Is that it's okay. fine? That's I mean. yeah, Although, yeah, okay, so... Here's the background of this. Is, have you guys read um, Homer? You read the Iliad or the Odyssey? Mm, I or Odyssey, yeah. Yeah, and so when I was an undergraduate, where this comes from is I, I took a seminar on Homer, which was really one of my favorite classes ever. I just loved it. That was also the first time that, so the professor was using the term uh, homoerotic a lot. But since it was a Homer class, I thought he was saying Homer erotic. And so I just kept saying that for years and years. Um, And yeah, it's really, and there are lots of embarrassing things in my life that I do exactly like that. And so this is just a snapshot of who I am. So this poem is about that and it has very little to do with Valentine's Day. But I don't know, maybe something about love and relationships. And you want me to be quiet now and read, don't you? No, well. you've no, you. No, really you, know, you were supposed to go. To go. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I should probably. So I have not read this since before I needed reading glasses. So excuse me. So Homer erotic. When I first heard the word homoerotic, we were learning the Iliad in class, so naturally I heard Homer erotic, which, given the number of men stationed in one place for a decade with not much to do, made perfect sense to me. Pleased with this sharp-edged word, I hoisted it like a javelin, pointed it at my friends, made jabs at parties hosted by smart people. Oh, that's entirely homer-erotic, I would say, into the profound pauses I understood to be the requisite awe. I patiently explained to my girlfriend how being homer-erotic was different than being gay, which was a whole separate deal, and that this love was the epic love of friends the bond beyond beers. This was marrow love, forearm clasping love, I'd play on your team love. Because theory is no good without practice, I brought my spear to the bar where Bud Light camps outside the walls of Miller, where men without irony wear the jerseys and numbers of other men, just like the girls in high school who dated and fawned over the football players. A man among men I duly sacrificed hecatombs of peanuts and buffalo wings, watched giants gaze up at the Olympian big screen and seize their neighbor's hands. Brother, our team will not fail this dawn, and if they do, let the earth yawn and swallow me in shame. Muses, who were the manly lords and officers? Dick, raider of refrigerators, was there, and seated next to him was Frank, son of Ronald. They loved the waitress with her tits that launched a thousand ships, but they'd been dishonored at home where the slaves weren't as grateful as they should be. I'm embarrassed to say when I first learned of my error, of homoerotic as reality, but let's just say that men had already packed and made it home from Troy while I was the last one standing, and not because I'd won the Homeric spelling bee. Once it was gone, I wanted my word back. I miss you, Agamemnon, dick that you were. I miss the big crybaby, Achilles, as well, I miss the Homer erotic enunciation of men who offend fickle gods and mispronounce all that they've heard with pride. Now I sit as quiet as a bowl in a china shop. I beg the gods for an escape goat, because not knowing the score is cutting your nose, despite your face. Make no mistake, when you say it right, homo makes the men see red, ill-fated pigment of the imagination. That's that when did you write it? I'm wondering. Wow. So that's a good question. Definitely over, (laughs) wow, over 10 years ago now. I think, um, I don't know. I like quirky stuff like this. I like things that make, I like, I like things that are funny for one, Mm -hmm. you know, and I like things that make people, I mean, people often associate poetry with really elevated, powerful, awe-inspiring themes, right? That's the romantics, if you know your Coleridge and Keats and Wordsworth. Wordsworth. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you're just like the world is speaking through you and it's super profound. And I just always wanted poetry to be something else sometimes that could be, that could show humility and be funny and quirky and that it would be more of a game and Fun. And mistakes in language are exactly that. They're kind of fun. Art and writing in general is the one place where mistakes like this are opportunities rather than something to be criticized for, yeah. you know? So yeah. I like that. Yeah.
0: I think, I guess the irony of it is that it's about you, miss hearing something Mm -hmm. and like it's a miscommunication for you but that poem is a lot easier for me to understand hearing it than Mm -hmm. some other poems that are like you said like Wordsworth or something that's supposed to be this big huge thing (laughs) yeah yeah it's
2: it's definitely a narrative poem I write narrative style poems and I mean I could like dig into the lines and show you all the complicated (laughs) things (laughs) that are going on (laughs) all the expertise at work you know um no i I write narrative poems for that for that reason and i don't know i, I like miscommunications or are they missed so there's a is it a missed communication or a miscommunication like one one word is or is it both <laughs> yeah. the person who i was in this class with was a pulitzer prize-winning poet named carl dennis so i'm so embarrassed that I was in this class with this world-like renowned poet, and I couldn't even understand what he was saying, <laughs> like, just at the literal level. But I understood the word, you know, yeah. regardless of what it was, the meaning was communicated to me. But I just couldn't say it the <laughs> right
0: way you trouble yeah. trying to say it to other people. <laughs>
2: yes, for a long time. <laughs> yep. I think it took finally someone to just look like the brave person who can look you in the face and say, What? What did you say? <laughs> I think you need... No, you, you mean the still this.
0: in college when you found out you were saying it I'm wrong? not.
2: I'll never tell. I'll never <laughs> okay, tell when never that was. It. No, right. I've said that I... It's somewhere in here that I won't explain oh. when it is, but I, I'll never reveal. You <laughs> read it over yeah. It yeah. yeah. Find it. I will go to the grave with it. So, <laughs> okay. We will not make a yeah. second episode. <laughs>
0: Revealing that then yeah. Kind of going into The writing that we brought for today to go over Is kind of the I would I mean the opposite of your poem Because mm-hmm. instead of having someone Basically claiming that they've had this yeah. thing wrong <laughs> It's popular poems, literature That has been maybe like taught In a way that maybe mm-hmm. wasn't intended Or basically really famously miss misunderstood, misunderstood.
2: and maybe deliberately so because yeah. the writer wants Sneaky. that yeah frost yeah. is a frost was a mean-spirited person <laughs> who had no problem pointing out
0: right the
2: ignorance of others or wanting to expose that and feeling good about it you know i bet this is the most known
0: yeah
2: famous american poem that if you just walked out into the streets and asked anybody yeah. they were- na- name a poem
1: The road not taken. They
2: wouldn't even know who Robert Frost was. Or they
1: wouldn't be able to, like, say a line or anything, besides, like, maybe... The one about the road. The road. Yeah, the road one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both, and be one traveler long I stood, and looked down one as far as I could, to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other as just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear... Though as for that the passing there Had worn them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay In leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day, Yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, Somewhere ages and ages hence, Two roads diverge in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, And that has made all the difference. (laughs) <laughs> I
0: mean, I kind of wanted to start off with. I was taught this in school. But that mm-hmm. was really early on. I don't know. I feel like it was middle, middle school, and I.
2: I wouldn't. It was. School. It's early been on. in my life for yeah. as long as I can remember.
0: Do you guys remember how it was taught in middle school? Because I remember it was always this thing of. You know, take the take the road less traveled. Mm-hmm. Do your best. Mm-hmm. Don't. You know, it's kind yeah. of that saying that your mom used to tell you, like all your friends you know jump off a bridge or are you gonna jump off the bridge? Do yeah. like don't
2: go with your friends don't you know is yeah. that kind of yeah how it was be stopped? a trailblazer
1: right yeah. I mean I always think of like when I hear this poem I think graduation speeches because I feel like it's commonly yeah. used yeah. in that because they're trying to be like you know graduated high school graduated college you have to like you know follow your path and like do what's right for you and mm-hmm. I just feel like it's kind of cliche in that sense, but
2: it's been made into like accessories, yeah. you know. So, I've seen posters with pictures of a diverging yeah, path. Yeah, I think that's I've like, seen this time. Make a difference, <laughs> you know, or whatever. And right. And yeah. So yeah, that's and definitely how it is yeah, taught. Yeah, that's and how it's taught. It is definitely not no. that poem. <laughs>
1: I
0: don't remember how or why I I was reading I was reading something somewhere mm-hmm. and I remember it saying something about how you know this is really commonly misunderstood and then I went back and reread it a lot yeah. and I was like oh this isn't what it's really about and I feel like you I don't know I, I mean going and back then to your some, world just was some false part I personally gained more respect for it, because mm-hmm. I like, that's tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. I, I like that by the end of it, I with the last line, he's being really tricky. You know, I did take the road less traveled, and that has made all the difference, but
1: going back, did he really take the mm-hmm. road less traveled? Because I think that's what we're... Yeah. I know, so, I feel like both the paths are the same. You know, it's not like one's... The better
2: path, and you don't even have to feel that way. Yeah, it says yeah, it. Yeah, it says
1: Yeah. So I don't know what what is uh, the line. I don't. Just, just it. as it's a the public, same. just as a public service right. announcement, we PSA. could talk about <laughs>
2: the value of rereading yes. and returning to something yes. over and over <laughs> again. But mm-hmm. reading something once and putting it away is not going to get the job done. And
0: getting out of your head <clears throat> what you think it's about mm-hmm. because it's not what it's about at all. I know, I mean, just, I, when he walks up to the paths, isn't it just, I'm sad I can't take both, but they're both the same, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to go down this one, and that's the that's, end of it. <laughs> that's the Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> so.
2: But he is criticizing something, right? And. Yeah.
1: That's where I...
2: So the, the professor in me wants <laughs> to say, what is it that he's <laughs> criticizing? And, you know, he's criticizing hindsight, that what's the, well, I guess we could mishear this, right? Hindsight is twenty twenty, And we could turn that into something else. But um, hindsight is 60 minutes. Or, yeah, it's twenty twenty, And he just sort of mocks that, that people who look back on their lives are able to say that, oh, no, I made all the difference when I did this thing. But in the moment, it was just what it was. Yeah. They were the same. There was no path less traveled by because there was freaking nobody else there (laughs) (laughs) like there's nobody else around it's not like it's a park or a highway um you know and but it's so the fact that it's misread though it's deliberate he's so Mm mean-spirited um that he gets people to perform the exact criticism of the poem that you read it and you forget about the moment so emma you have a sheet like right in front of you and so i bracketed it off that it goes eight four eight there are eight lines that set it up there are the four lines in the middle where he says exactly that there's no difference between paths and then there's eight lines after that um it's perfectly balanced he hides the truth in the middle and saves the deception for the end which is exactly what he says life is your truth is right there in the moment But by the time you get to it later, you're going to look back and be like, oh, I made this great choice, and (laughs) if I hadn't done that, if I hadn't been so brilliant then, where would I be now? Nope. (laughs) So it's all kind of a fiction for him, I think. Which is,
0: what makes it so much better that Mm -hmm. this is the poem, and that's exactly how it's read, the way that...
2: And think of all the fools out there who don't (laughs) even know, right? This is... We're doing I a public them. service. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, no. I admit, it, that was one of them. Yeah. It, it's an eye-opening moment. Mm-hmm. I, I remember it. I, I wish that I could say, oh, yeah, I sat down and I read this a bunch of times. It's like, no, I had a professor who said, you guys probably misread this. I was like, no, what are you talking about? And, yeah. yep, and boy, do you feel stupid because it's right in front of <laughs> yeah. you. Like, it's not even. And then
0: rubs your face in it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's not even a word you need to look up in the dictionary there. It's like real. it's as plain as day. Mm-hmm. It's as plain as day and you, which is kind of the brilliance of the, the poem yeah. the mm-hmm. whole way.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I like, I don't know. I, like I said before, I, I liked the poem better with that, when like you know, knowing, that. knowing like that it was all right before it was something yeah. I read a million times mm-hmm. in school but knowing that i was like oh cool now i know this thing that like a lot of other people mm-hmm. don't know Yeah, because i feel like
1: when i didn't know about it i just kind of like i didn't you know I always didn't think about it so i just kind of didn't read it um very deeply so now that i know i like can take that with other things yeah. and look into things
2: that gives it. you yeah. stuff to think about yeah, i mean definitely. the you know one thing that i've always taken from this is the lesson is how much we care about endings mm-hmm. you know so people will go to a movie and if they don't like the ending, then that determines whether or not you like the whole movie. Right. <laughs> How is the movie? This movie sucks because the ending makes no sense, right? And yes. um it I don't know, like this is we really do care about endings, like mm-hmm. the last thing that happened, mm-hmm. but the important part is in the middle. Yeah. He's so he's so smart. And it gives you more to think about, at least I do. I'm more interested in thinking about whether or not what he's saying is true versus somebody saying, Hey, I'm a trailblazer, yeah. you know. <laughs> Look how awesome I am. I um, Because how many, like, less-traveled paths can there be?
0: Right. right. Um, in, in to, I mean, maybe when he was alive, that was fine. But if I was in, like, a forest, <laughs> I'm not going to take the path that's less-traveled. It's right. probably not a good sign.
2: <laughs> this no. is a terrible survival day. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs>
0: When it was written, maybe not. Now let's all take the path, let's more travel. It's like I'm lost. What should we do? Take we'll the... just stay out of the forest.
2: Right. Survival manual, this is not. Right. Yeah. Don't listen
0: to Frost. That is not an interpretation He's I've heard going before. To the forest. But, yeah. And he always goes the wrong way. Right, yes.
2: <laughs> the path that goes nowhere. Except to self-deception. <laughs> so there's yeah there's that and he's you know he's well known for this too
0: going on to completely different Mm -hmm. but just as funny to me um (laughs) (laughs) is a poem that's or a sonnet that most everyone poems are sonnets poems sonnets yeah
2: I'm
0: (laughs) not a I don't know
2: although there are prose sonnets but we can have a (laughs) whole separate episode (laughs) about that Mm -hmm.
0: This is one that most listeners should know, I hope. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? To kind of go with their Valentine's Day theme a little bit, even though it might not end up like that when we finish. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May, and summer's lease hath all too short a date. Sometime too hot the eye of heaven shines, and often is his gold complexion dimmed, and every fair from fair sometimes declines. By chance, or nature's changing course untrimmed, by thy eternal summer shall not fade, nor lose possession of that fair thou oust, nor shall death brag thou wanderest in his shade, when in eternal lines to time thou growest, so long as men can breathe, or eyes can see, so long lives this, and this gives life to thee.
2: So you say people misread this one? Well, I haven't read this in a long I, time, so I'm waiting to be educated. I here. think
1: I read I, this in middle school too. Or yeah, s- or high school. Or I somewhere. don't
0: remember when I read this. I think it. I mean, we did like Shakespeare in freshman year, I think. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, might have been freshman year. I've heard school. it. Oh, I know. I heard it when I was younger because I feel like it's something just as popular as the last poem where I heard it all my mm-hmm. life and I knew what it was. People say it in movies all the time, people mm-hmm. say yeah. you know, that first line all the time and I always just thought like, Oh well it's a love poem. Yeah. Like It's like how hot. do I How do I <laughs> love thee? Let yeah. me count the right. ways, right? Right. It Elizabeth has Barrett Brown the same feel and it's just I just someone comparing someone else to somewhere. Like, that's all I... Think. I feel like, like, when
1: I learned How it even sweet. in school. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, what I... Like, the teach, Like, when I learned it, that's, like, what was instilled in us. I was, like, oh, it's just a love. A love poem. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't really, like, go deep and actually, like... Just bubble, another like,
2: love poem. Just, right? <laughs> just another love just another poem. poem. You were already cynical by that. <laughs> by middle school. Just yeah. another because love was poem. Like, no. No, I'll be <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Yeah. And the way that it
0: was kind of not ruined, but changed for me was, again, a high school teacher, was, they I guess, ruin everything. Yeah, <laughs> <not, right, laughs> I, know, I know, they just open your eyes <laughs> off so many school. things that you weren't paying attention to because you weren't putting that much effort into reading, <laughs> and um, she, I guess not, she didn't um, say it wasn't a love poem, but she kind of brought in the idea of kind of by the middle and then to the end of the poem, Shakespeare's just kind of going on this rant of, this is going to be around forever because I'm going to be really popular forever. And, you know, mm-hmm. this poem, I'm
1: going to be eternal. And I was like, yeah. wow, cocky guy. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. then now when you read that, I, like, go back and to the other lines and I, I feel like it's just all about himself right. and, like, self-preservation. Like, yeah. he's like, I'm going to be forever. It kind of makes me question <laughs> mm-hmm. because like, yeah.
0: I know a lot of his stuff was, you know that theme. I was like, yeah. "What's he writing to someone?" Or it's the whole thing, just saying, "I'm great." Shall I compare myself to a summer's day? Like,
2: <laughs> well, no, you know? I'm better than a summer's day, <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. Summer's days have nothing on me. Yeah. So. end. <laughs> <laughs> I will never. I
0: it's pretty. I don't know when I when that kind of was made clear to me. as completely just like the last one. I was like, "This is so different now." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's, I, I thought it was really funny, and there's a lot more humor in Shakespeare than I think people realize. Cause I think I mean I personally thought it was supposed to be read as being, funny if not, I don't know. Like, yeah. I thought it was funny. I don't
1: know. I, I mean know? when I when I read it I just I hated it because it was high school and I didn't like. Oh okay. You're just like I hate but... everything about this. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just super like flowery language so i just kind of associate it obviously with yeah. love and i'm just like okay i do
2: <laughs> do you guys know that my mistress eyes are nothing like the sun yes um you know so that oh, bad English
1: um, know what
2: to <laughs> yeah that poem's kind, it's similar to this one you know comparing somebody that he loves to all these different things hmm. but then undermining the comparisons at the end but this feels a little different it's like, some more self-promotion. Yeah. yeah. My line. The-
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I read somewhere that, it, it, like, he almost, like, defies summer because, um, like, associations with, like, the heat of summer and, like, all the grossness of summer. And then he's like, but mm-hmm. I'm better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. It's a different way to look at it.
2: Well, it does take... I mean, it's really in- interesting and smart to look at summer and find all the negative things about mm-hmm. it. It's too hot some days it's yeah. cloudy this is baloney windy. <laughs> you know it's yeah. windy <laughs> stupid summer <laughs> yeah
0: and it's it's just funny how it's like summer's great this isn't it but 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 i will never end i'll be here forever I'm as long forever. as people are talking about me so i'm so much better than mm-hmm. summer yeah so
2: i mean that's i you know then there are lots of poems on this theme about the eternity of language and I don't know, this sort of pre-climate change, nuclear disaster, like (laughs) swine flu, (laughs) plus Ebola, end of the world, you know, like they're, how eternal is language is, you know, I don't know that people could write this now and have an audience just accept, oh yeah, well your words are going to be forever. Like, I don't think people would accept that now, especially considering how digital our words are and... Mm -hmm if your phone goes away, how much of your language goes away, or you, your computer crashes and all your okay. files are gone, that this is, that's definitely a poem from a different time.
0: And I think, too, there's, I mean, he has a sense of, I don't know when he wrote this in his fame, I guess, mm-hmm. but you also have to know that there are going to be people that want to read it. There are so many things out there today that your one thing could get lost in all of the millions of things, mm-hmm. and I don't think there was that, that much of a chance of that
2: happening when he was writing. I don't know. It's not like he, you know, in his day that his sonnets was what he was known for. Mm-hmm. You know, like we really care about sonnets now. And <laughs> I think probably then, but I mean, he's a dramatist, you know, he writes performances. So he's, I don't know, maybe he's taking a gamble. Like, well, this is obviously awesome. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: how is this ever going to disappear? This <laughs> let amazing. me speak the truth right now. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah.
2: So see, there's no hindsight there. He's in the moment, and he's just like, look, I know I'm taking the road, less traveled." So by. I know I'm amazing. I know it, like it doesn't even this matter. This is the one
0: that needs to be read at graduation. Like, look at me, I'm lasting I'm for. I'm here to stay forever. Yeah.
2: Stop or just read the road not taken and stop in the middle. Just don't even read just. past the lines that the paths were equal and then walk off the stage. <laughs>
0: I'm
2: doing what everyone else is doing. Drops the mic. There is no path less traveled by. Deal with it. (laughs) Walk walk off the stage.
0: You You taught it to me wrong. This is my high school education. (laughs) No, Thank you for reading your poem. Oh, no. It's it's my pleasure. I really enjoyed it.
2: (laughs) Thanks for saying so. It's been a while.
1: Now it's time for our student segment. So let's dive right in. Should we start with? the submissions from yeah
0: so what we yeah what we did was we took some of the submissions that you guys sent us um the best ones that we liked and then we also pulled some from craigslist that were our favorites we had a few good ones oh yeah (laughs) um a few crazy ones if you want to go dive into that world but we did it for you (laughs) yeah we did it for you so you didn't have to um (laughs) this first one and all of these were anonymous by the way So we don't have names, which is probably good. (laughs) But this first one is from a UWGB student. To the one who made my heart stop. We were at Copper State a few Saturdays ago. That's when you swept past my table. I couldn't help but notice you. You just had this certain glow. The breeze you left after passing perfumed my nose and filled my entire body. I gazed as you went to your table. That's when I noticed you already had a man. He squeezed your buns as soon as you got there. You met his lips. The passion in his eyes was astounding. You must have been good. It had been too late for me. I had already ordered the salad.
1: Uh, <laughs> I think it just ends with... Okay, I had already ordered the salad? salad. What a good ending to that <laughs> slash fiction. Oh my goodness. I liked it. I like it too. I feel like it was really just—it just so elegantly put. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like
0: the. You know what? If you're gonna do a missed connection be really eloquent about it. Yeah, you
1: just gotta. Yeah. Mhm.
0: Do you want to do one from UWGB or do you want to do a Craigslist one?
1: I guess I can do another GB one. We can okay. just continue. This yeah. Do it. Okay. All right. Emma has another right, UWGB one. This, yeah. I saw you walking down my street in a snowstorm wearing orange Converse. I think you were getting the mail. I always wanted to know what was up with you. Hope you're okay. <laughs> I like that one. I, so simple. Yeah, the orange converse. I mean, it yeah,
0: really and makes a statement. Orange converse in a snowstorm. <laughs> why were you wearing converse in a snowstorm? Right. Maybe that's why they were wondering if they were okay. And why were they getting the mail
1: list? I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they really needed their <laughs> Amazon package. I guess. Let's see. I'm going to go to a Craigslist one.
1: A lot um, from this area. Um,
0: yes, they're all from... You know, Appleton, Appleton, Milwaukee, Green Bay, we tried to find some that were in this area. Oh, this one is sad. (laughs) Okay, I'm not going to say any. (laughs) (laughs) We're horrible people. Um, So I'm not going to say any specific names because it is in the area. Um, But this one is 4K. I hope you're okay. Hartman Creek is not the same without you. Retirement is treating me well.
1: Period. Done. (laughs) I mean, Uh, I don't even know where, like, (laughs) this, uh, what was happening. It's so nice. I just want to know. That is nice, though. Mm -hmm.
0: I just imagine, like, a little old man. I mean, I guess you don't have to be that old to retire.
1: Yeah, maybe he's, like, a recent, I guess we'll never know, but... Uh. I was just in retirement. What's he gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> just, you
0: know, missed connections don't have to be long for them to be no. so so good. <laughs> it really took your yeah, we're just trying to <laughs> break your heart on Valentine's. <laughs> okay, this is. Can I interject? Yes. I, I love missed connections on Craigslist, but honestly, who's going on Craigslist right? <laughs> and looking for their missed connection? Like, I wonder if anyone.
1: Like, actually, I
0: wonder if any. It, okay. If you have ever posted a misconnection and someone has replied to you and it's been the person, like you found your person, tell me, call me, (laughs) call me, my number is 555, no, (laughs) I want to know it so bad. It's just like
1: some people really put a lot of, like they really go crazy with these and it's like, are these people really going to see that? Like, i know they, like they're i really want them too i know some of them are, i'm rooting for these people like, yeah
0: so th- this is a good psa if you've ever yeah. seen someone and been really sad that you didn't know them and you don't know their <laughs> facebook or their instagram <laughs> handle you know just go to Craig's go List, craigslist sift through all the terrible <laughs> things that are out there you'll maybe you'll find it
1: do you want to read one yes. from craig this is i am your pizza. <laughs> I just liked it because it had pizza. <laughs> I Emma's
0: like, I'm not your misconnection, but I'll be if you give me pizza.
1: <laughs> All right. This one's a little longer, but we're going to do it anyway. It's worth it. Okay. I am your pizza. I have everything you need to survive. Some days I am the vegetables you need. Some days I am the sausage you need. Oh, no, no. I have everything you need to feed you for the rest of your life. <laughs> Some would argue a vegetable diet would be healthier. A vegetable diet may lead to a longer but far more boring life. Where is the fun in broccoli? Every day. Forever. It takes salt to make it better or cheese to make it better. A pizza is fun. A pizza is exciting every day because the options are limitless. Pizza is the number one choice in my survey of people when asked, what is one food you want to eat for the rest of your life? That is near universal desire. You sh- you could have pizza every day. We would be the ones others look at, and they would say they are so into each other. She's lucky she had pizza every day. I am your pizza. <laughs> that was cute. That was so that was like poetry. poetry. <laughs> yeah, it was.
2: That wasn't a mis-
0: Yeah, snap, 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 snap. That wasn't a mis... Like I don't, I don't know. It was, it just, was just so like- good. If you go to Craigslist, you'll you'll find like a mix of people who shouldn't be on the internet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or anywhere ever. And then, like,
1: there's this poetry mixed
0: in. it. so good. I feel like
1: if this was, like, someone writing to me, I would appreciate this better than, like, a creepy, like, yeah. hey, this is, like, I
0: clever. Re- I want someone to tell like me this. that they're my pizza. <laughs> Emma, like, you're my pizza. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not my sausage. <laughs> uh, oh, I like that one. Um, let's find another one. All right. Beautiful blonde, Fox River Mall, mm. Appleton. You used to visit me when I worked at the Fox River Mall. Although I have not seen you in years, I think of you often and dream of what might have been. I wonder if you think of me and if you look for me. It seems so long ago, almost 14 years, that's too long, (laughs) and so far away since we met. I hope you are well and you see this. Time flies. Write me and let's go if you can. I hope we meet again. But, like, what have you been years? doing for 14 years that yeah. this person is still, like...
1: Did they write, like, this is... I, I guess we can't tell. Oh, wait. Yeah. They wrote this 11, 11 days, days ago. 11 days ago? What? Mm. Why didn't they write this? I mean, I don't know. I
0: wish I knew their name. So I could be like... Hey. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> I get this person. What? 14 years? 14 years ago. Why don't you know her name? I'm assuming wait. it's a girl.
1: Okay, so they... Why don't they know her name? We used to visit... Okay, so... She used to
0: visit you, Tom.
1: Yeah. Why it's don't Tom. you know her name? I feel like, yeah, the fact that they visited... Like, they his name isn't Tom. Have, we
0: don't know his Yeah, name. we don't know his
1: <laughs> name. Sorry to all the Toms. So yeah.
0: I'm I feel like upset. They would,
1: they would have... Okay. If this person visited... For more than one. I mean, they probably yeah. would have been on the first name. And they basis. probably stopped visiting you because you didn't know their name. <laughs> <laughs> or they kept messing up their name. Yeah. I'm not, something. I don't feel
0: bad for you anymore, Tom. Sorry.
1: Bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Get off Craigslist and go find her. Okay. Start learning people's names.
1: God. This one, all right. This is, um, another craigslist it is at plasma center in brown deer dot 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 today winky face <laughs> <laughs> i like the winky face i know I what was, is that city uh Farm.
0: <laughs> oh i think that's probably the plasma center
1: oh i was like
0: octopharma hey, that's
1: a city okay or it's some weird in you <laughs> no, don't know about <laughs> all right you took my vitals and we had some things in common such as the day of our birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> I found you attractive and beautiful. I would love a chance to get to know you a little more. Reply back with day of birthday, so I know. Y- so I know you. Who- what? So I know. Y- <laughs> so I know you, you know, know who, who I am. am. That was a tongue twister. And then,
0: haha, <laughs> ha-ha. wow. <laughs> <That's> I, just- <laughs> I mean, was she just being nice?
1: <laughs> I know, right?
0: You know. Okay, this is the thing. If you think your waiter, your nurse, right? your sales associate, so on, is hitting on you, they're not hitting on That's you. Their job. They're being nice. That's
1: their job. I feel like, you know, when they're taking someone's vitals. If you don't, don't feel, feel like you're getting hit
0: on when you're, again, out to eat, at a store, getting your blood taken, <laughs> then they're not doing their jobs right. Right? They don't want, they don't. These yeah. people, like, don't. They're not looking for. No. They're just doing their job. They just don't want you to complain to their manager.
1: I feel like <laughs> if they really were trying to tell you, it would not just be them being You'd nice. know. You would definitely know.
0: You'd be walking out with a name and Maybe not their birth date. Yeah, they have their number, just not their phone number. Because yes. it's... <laughs> The number they have. okay, and you know the only reason this is what I love the only reason that they even started talking about their birthdays is that you're at a plasma center.
1: You have to tell them what your, your birthday birth- is. And it's kind of like one of those like those conversation things. Like if it's like you know trying to make it not awkward between mm-hmm. the nurse and the patient. Like yeah. oh we have the same birthday. Oh God, we have the They're just birthday. trying to make conversation. Please don't
0: kill me. We yeah. have to take your vitals. Like I uh, this person. Yeah, but well, you know <clears throat> posting on Craigslist is better than stalking them that's true
1: Um, you know they have to vent somewhere yeah
0: i hope he's not i hope he's not waiting (laughs) there's a lot more out there on craigslist we wish every missed connection so much luck on valentine's day except for maybe a
1: few (laughs) yeah except
0: for maybe except for the ones we didn't read that um again shouldn't be on the internet period no or have access to the internet
1: But if you're out there, we are rooting for you.
0: (laughs) You have 24 hours. To do this. You Mm -hmm. can do this. And if all else fails, everyone will be super sad and depressed on the day after Valentine's Day. So go, you know what? Don't do anything on Valentine's Day. The day after Valentine's Day, best day. Want to know why? 75% 75% Discount off. Candy. Yeah. Discount candy. Discount <laughs> candy. That's the best. None of the restaurants are going to be busy.
1: I'm going to be hitting up Walgreens. Yeah. Um, to get all that candy. Yeah. Walgreens. Walgreens, you're going to get all my money. Walmart, CVS. <laughs> not Walmart. sponsored.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, celebrate the day after. Yeah. That'd be good. It'll be better. Or celebrate okay. on the weekend.
1: Yeah, when you actually might have more time. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Those are all the misconnections that we have for you. We Yay. wish you so much luck on Valentine's Day.
1: And lots of love.
0: Mm-hmm. And the rest of the year. Remember to treat your significant others well and your friends well the rest and of yourself. the year. And yourself. Yeah. Your Be nice to yourself. Buy yourself a whole bag of discounted candy <laughs> yes, and you. go for it thank you so much for being here for our second episode Yeah, welcome emma officially Yay. to the podcast team we're so, so excited happy. yeah to we're so here. happy to have you for one last semester Yay. thank you for being here we had so much fun um just to preview our next episode of indented we are um thinking about sitting down and talking with a professor on campus and hearing their story it's actually one of the um the first nation studies elders that we have on campus. So clearly they have so many amazing stories to tell. So we're going to be sitting down with them and
1: which might turn into, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Might turn into segment. We don't know yet, but we're really excited to hear the stories that they have. Yes. They're amazing storytellers and we think you guys are really going to like them. So stay tuned for that podcast. But other than that, thanks again for being here. Have a great Valentine's day.